0: everyone, I'm Jim DeCesare, and welcome to the Stuart Ritchie Podcast. Today, we're talking with Stuart Ritchie CEO, Roddy Grimes. Hey Roddy, how's it going? Hey, doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Well, this is a, a, a big year for Stuart Ritchie, and you've got a lot going on, so let's just get right into it. Give us an overview of Stuart Ritchie and uh, its core business activities in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and South Central Kentucky, because you do go beyond Bowling Green.
1: We do, we do. So, Stuart Ritchie... For the most part, is a trades business and construction. So we got two areas of the business. One side of our business is the contracting group, and the other side of the business is a service group. Um, local local area has been good to us for 50 years. You know, this year marks our 50th year in business. Um, in the past couple of years, we've actually gotten beyond our typical uh, work zone work area. Uh, for years, it was within a 100-mile radius. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, we're, we're traveling multiple states away, uh, primarily doing metal building systems for one of our clients. So, I mean, we've been in uh, Texas, um, Mississippi. Um, we sold some buildings that was erected up in, in New York. So, you know, we've, we're traveling well beyond um, our, our typical, our typical work area over, you know, over the last 50 years. Um, as of recently,
0: that's, that's a good, that's good though.
1: That's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's exciting. And and
0: you have those relationship clients that, uh, keep coming back to you to, to do more projects, which is, you know, it's always good because you you want about 60 to 70, 80% of your, your clients to be repeat clients.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, What's nice about this is the the particular division that um, started started traveling with this particular contractor um, has cross sold some other divisions in, so you know now we have opportunity for other divisions to get uh, to get in on us projects as well. So it's it's been really really good.
0: And on the contracting side, just like on the service side, you have all the you have HVAC, plumbing, electrical. Uh, the we, list goes on.
1: We do. on the contracting side, and we'll just start with site utility, and that leads into concrete. And then we got uh, two building uh, components there, uh, structural steel, mm-hmm. uh, where we we fabricate our own steel in-house, and then um, once it leaves our yard, goes out to the job site. Then we have uh, rectors that go out and erect those structures. And we've got metal building systems. Um, As of recently, we're top five metal building system uh, erector for Kirby Building Systems in the United States. And so um, then, you know, once you get past metal building systems, um, you lead into some of our, our mechanical areas. We've got HVAC plumbing. Piping, electrical, and fire protection, and then we also have the painting component there. Uh, to wrap that up, we do also do some general contracting. Uh, it's not it's not where you know we do a, a lot of our business. We're very focused on what type of general contracting that uh, that we that we look at. Mainly metal building systems mm-hmm. in the, in the area of distribution. I got you. And then
0: a lot of those same services uh, transfer over to the service side of, of the operation as well, where you, you do residential and commercial uh, servicing of, of HVAC, refrigeration, electrical, um, yeah. fire protection, all all the...
1: We do. We do. And so post-construction, once the client's in the building or, or uh, for homeowners, for existing business, uh, being residential, commercial, and industrial... We take care of the HVAC. Uh, we also do commercial refrigeration, which is within that HVAC division, um, but it's a it's a different specialty. Um, yeah. Primarily working on walk-in coolers, freezers, food equipment in restaurants and hotels, um, ice machines, etc. And then you lead into plumbing, electrical, fire protection, and. Um, as of recently, we've added general trades to that, to that service. So that's been really good. So a lot of times our service department goes out and let's say plumbing, for example, you know, they, uh, whether it be a a new service or a replacement service coming into a, to a business or home and there's some, some disruption in, you know, whether it be concrete demolition that's required or if, um, if there's internal um, issues where, Plumbing pipes have burst inside of a wall. and We have to cut out a wall or cut out cabinets. Our general trades division now can uh, come in and make those repairs. So it um, essentially, you know, we what we try to pride ourselves on is a one-stop shop. Yeah, and so you know, it, 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 allows us to offer a more complete package.
0: So real quick, how, how many employees uh, do you have right now?
1: We're, we, we've been hovering or at around any given time. At 300. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we bounced right there around 300.
0: So it, it, with all those divisions and services, you got to have those, uh, those expertise in place. I know you, you started as a refrigeration tech, uh, you know, a hundred years ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, it feels like it. Um, but that's right, Jim. I, I come out of the Votech school I was in the refrigeration program over there I was very focused uh, in in the area of the trades that I wanted to be in and mm-hmm. it was commercial refrigeration and then um, that was in 19 um, 91, 92, when I was um, over in the Votech school but my first my first job coming out of refrigeration school was with Houchins, and so and that's who I wanted to go to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, because of all of the refrigeration opportunities I would have, and so in 1992 I started co-oping while I was still in school, and then had an opportunity to go full time in their service department in 1993. And so for the most part, you know, I've spent my entire career, my entire professional career for the most part, with it, with the exception of a few years, I had my own refrigeration business mm-hmm. uh, with Houchins. Yeah. And so it 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 it's worked out. It worked out great. So,
0: uh, you mentioned earlier about this being Stuart Ritchie's fiftieth year. Could you share some of the the key milestones and achievements uh, the company has reached during this i mean it's a it's a remarkable journey. Not many businesses stay open that long fifty years is is yeah. pretty pretty solid
1: fifty years a long time, and as I said earlier, you know the community south central Kentucky's been good to Stuart Ritchie. And, you know, we would like to, you know, we'd like to think that we've been good for the community as well. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, in 1973, that's when the company uh, Stuart Ritchie was founded. Um, Buster and Bill uh, come out of college and not sure. Buster, Stuart, Bill Ritchie. Buster, Stuart, Bill Ritchie. And the story that Buster's told me over the years is they really didn't know what they were going to go do. And Mr. Stuart said, well, why don't you just come to work with me? And they said, well. We don't know anything about construction. And he said, well, I'll, well, I'll teach you.
0: Yeah, and that's Buster's dad. That's
1: Buster's dad, yeah, yeah Mr. Jimmy. And um, great, well, he was a wonderful man. Um, but in 1973, that's when, you know, Buster, Stewart, Bill Ritchie, it, it was started Stuart Ritchie Construction. And I think, you know, over the years, and I don't know the exact dates, but, you know, Buster and and Bill had a vision. They wanted multiple trades under one roof, mainly to to be able to expedite scheduling and control subs. And so, you know, along the way, they started bringing in all those different trades. But I think the next significant milestone for Stuart Ritchie was was in the year 2000. And, and that's when Buster and Bill started thinking about, you know, what their exit strategy was going to be, what their what their succession plan looked like, and um, you know, there was no one you know teed up uh, in the family to to carry the the family business on. So, you know, they they started looking outside the business, and um, and what better what better company um, to come along than Houchins sure. to to you know to they were in a growth growth. Um, you know they they were working on growth themselves and mm-hmm. diversifying the ESOP and and bringing in um, a lot of different types of companies, diversifying the company. And um, I I tell this story often. You know I don't think Buster and Bill could have went out and and handpicked any company across the United States to to better sell to than Houchins Industries, and they're just a few miles down the road, right. ten not ten minutes down the road. And um, so it's been it's been great, and that happened in 2000, and that's actually what brought me back, or brought me to Stuart Ritchie. Uh, I had my own refrigeration business, and in Houchins, when the, when they they were sure that this this deal was going to go through, they they mentioned to Buster about the service department that was over at Houchins. You know, Stuart Ritchie, you know, pulling that under Stuart Ritchie's umbrella, mm-hmm. and so you know they give. Someone give, give them my name. I, I think I know who who that was um, to give me a call and see if I'd be interested in, in selling my business and coming in and, and running a refrigeration business for, for Stuart Ritchie. So that's what brought me back uh, to or brought me to Stuart Ritchie, and I think that's been significant for for Stuart Ritchie and, and all of the employees of Stuart Ritchie to become part of Houchins. But, you know, it's also significant for me as well because it, it brought me back to uh, the Houchins Company, and, and that's where I've been ever since.
0: Well, you mentioned the, uh, the ESOP program. So let's talk about that a little bit. Could you highlight some of the, the notable benefits employees have experienced because of the ESOP program at Stuart Ritchie?
1: Well, the, the ESOP is, is huge, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I speak from experience uh, in a number of ways about the ESOP. When I was, when I was younger and, um, started back in 1992, 1993, there were, you know, several, several people, you know, telling me how significant that was going to be for my career that, you know, I needed to stay the course. And, you know, when you're, when you're young, it's hard to, it's hard to look forward 40 years and think about retirement. And, um, so now that I've, Come that far, it seems like I'm within, you know, eight, ten years or so of, of of being eligible for retirement. You know, and I, I think about the Esop and what it what it has meant to me and what it's meant to so many others. It's it's simply remarkable, and it's it's you know, you you're an owner of the business, so all the the growth, the the profitability of the of the business goes back to the employees, and you know, unlike many plans, you have to first get in your pocket for somebody else to match a percentage of what you're willing to put in. Right. And so with the ESOP, that's, that's all taking place for you at no cost. Mm -hmm. And so it's in the background working for you. And sometimes, you know, you lose sight of that and, and you, you, you sometimes don't understand or realize how significant that is until you get a little older and you get some tenure under you. And then all of a sudden, you know, we call it blue envelope day and it's a yeah. huge, huge day for, for all the employees of Alchins when they get their ESOP statements. It's, um, you know, you, you sit there and you start watching year over year, over year, over year, this thing starting to build and kind of take traction. It's kind of like a snowball is how I, mm-hmm. how I've described it. But it, all of a sudden, you look up and you're like, "Wow, you know, yeah, this is, this is quite amazing."
0: And and you know, you've you've had success stories of uh, all across and It's not just Stuart Ritchie, where you know people have come to work and they could be uh, not in management. They could be you know a field worker or a, a cashier, and they hit that retirement age and they. Get their blue envelope and they're life cha- millionaires. Life
1: changing, <laughs> yeah, life changing. Really, and and I've, I've I say that often. You know, it's been life changing for many people uh, before me, and um, and it'll be life changing for me as well mm-hmm. uh, when when that 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 day comes. God willing, I'm I, you know make it make it there. But you know, I tell people all the time. You know, if, if if not, then you know my my family is is will be the beneficiary of that, and and all is good. But you know, one one interesting thing, and, and this puts it in perspective, and, it, you know, one of our employees, I, I met him at the front door. His name's Jesse. He works with Metal Building Systems. And, you know, I think we sat out there and talked for, I don't know, 45 minutes, and he was just quizzing me about a lot of different things. And he asked me a question, and he said, you know, what what was the most significant thing that happened to you for your career? What What's the most significant, you know, um, part that, that took place. And, and nobody's ever asked me that question because you, as you're coming along, you're, you're working on your, you know, honing your skills and, and your own personal development and you're, you're trying to find your way and you're looking for, you're looking up for upper mobility and, and you're, you're trying to position yourself for advancement and, and, and your own professional development. And so when he asked that question, you know, what, you know, if I look back over my career, what's been the most significant um, part of it? And, and my answer to him was, is, is probably not what he expected. I think the most significant thing that has happened to me during my professional working career is that I've been able to do that with Houchins Industries with mm-hmm. the ESOP. And so when when you you know I I've, I've worked for wonderful people um, dating back to to when I worked in in high school I worked at my first job was rallies on the Russellville Road oh, and yeah. working for for Patrick Gaunts and and then he opened up the Papa John's across the street and so a few of us went with him across the street mm-hmm. and so he was a wonderful, wonderful man, still is today. He does a lot for, for, for many people in his community. But then, you know, when I got to Houchins, um, there was some wonderful people there that I worked for. And then I got the Stuart Ritchie and Buster and Bill. You know, wonderful individuals, gave me great opportunities, challenged me in so many ways. And, you know, a lot of significant things happened throughout my career, But looking at it today, the most significant decision that I've made during my career is I've managed, somehow, I've managed to spend most of my career with with Houchin. So when I get ready to retire, I'll have a little over 30 years in with Stuart Ritchie. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I had several years from the early 90s to... To, to later 90s, uh, working for the corporate office down on Church Street.
0: And, and the common denominator there for you and and most of the employees at Stuart Ritchie is the ESOP. And it, one of the things that the ESOP does is it fosters a sense of ownership and loyalty among the employees. Talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, it does. So, you know, and we're constantly having to work on that. And we're constantly having to share that message we we essentially are owners of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, the profitability that 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 we receive is is used to, of course, grow the business and take care of the business. But the excess profits we send down to we send down to Houchins for our ESOP obligation. Mm-hmm. So you know when you're out there and you're doing work and you're thinking about efficiency and productivity or or you know waste in whether it be labor or materials or you know if something damages one of our trucks or someone you know goes out on our job sites and, and, and steals some of our material whatever it may be if 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 that unnecessary cost leaves us cost us money. It's essentially cost all of us no differently than a than a than a business owner, right? And so it's it's literally it's it's the same thing. You know, the more profits, um, the 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 more growth that we can continue to 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 achieve, the greater it is for every employee, uh, for Stuart Ritchie and beyond.
0: And how are you going to celebrate that?
1: Oh wow. Man, I tell you what. There is a celebration coming. I like
0: and, a I like a good party. Yeah. Well, there is <laughs> a go, band. There's
1: there's yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not I'm not the one. I'm not on that that committee You're not on per se. The, the party committee. I'm not on the party committee, All but right. man, I tell you what. There is a celebration coming um in July that that Houchins is has reached a uh, unbelievable uh, milestone in ESOP contributions. All right, so you ready for this? I'm ready. Two billion dollars with a B. Two uh-huh. billion dollars has been paid out to ESOP participants. Wow, that, that
0: that's huge.
1: That's incredible,
0: and that has an economic impact on our communities as well. Oh, I mean. 100. You know, not only just having worked there for however many years, but that two billion dollars is going to those employees who put in their time, and now they're buying cars and houses and doing enjoying retirement.
1: That's right. right? They're 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 doing. a lot more during their retirement years than probably <laughs> the years leading up to retirement. It, I, that's what retirement's all about. That's, that's that's what I hope. I hope you're right. Hey, uh, uh,
0: moving on, I want to talk real quickly about the, uh, the trades proud initiative. And, and it's a, it's a pretty prominent aspect of Stuart Ritchie's mission right now. So tell us about that a little bit. It
1: is. And, and that's this is something I'm, I'm very passionate about, you know, earlier I was I was talking about my pathway, my career. It's always been in the trades, mm-hmm. and um, and you know I, I I grew up in a in a time when I heard often that if I wanted to to be somebody, if I wanted to to have a great career, that I had I needed to go to college. Right. Well, I wasn't I wasn't cut for college. I mean, I. I was a average student in high school, not a great student by any means when it come to grades. But you know, I grew up on on a small farm and and was mechanically minded. And I'd take the engine out of my car when when I would blow it up, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I just had a mechanical mind about me. And and I I seen my best route was going to a vocational school, right? And so. You know, I, I talk to a lot of people, uh, talk to a lot of students, and, 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 and I tell them that college is, college is necessary for, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, but college is not necessary for a lot of people, you know. Learning a trade is for a lot of people, and it offers a great opportunity for, for growth, personal growth and it offers a lot of opportunity for financial uh, wealth along the way. And, and, and so you don't, you, you're hearing more today that, you know, Hey, you know, college is not for everybody, but maybe you should think about getting a, getting a license or getting a certification or, or getting into the trades. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, Early, early on, I'll tell you this. Early on, as I was uh, in two thousand five, as I was as getting opportunities to advance in the company as vice president, and that was for Bill and, and and Buster's succession plan. You know, Rodney was taking the president position. I was falling behind him in the vice president position. I was Rodney a, Rogers. Rodney Rogers. Yeah. yeah, I was intimidated by by a lot of people that all of a sudden I was exposed to because I felt like if they had a college education, they were smarter than I was. And, you know, so as, as, time went along and as I, as I better understood and kind of continued my own personal growth, et cetera, and, and surrounded my people, myself with, with a, a lot of people that, that I greatly valued their, their opinions. Mm-hmm. They, they kept saying, you know, Hey, don't worry about, you shouldn't be worried about this intimidation factor or this, this concern you have. It's, it's, it's not about college. No. You, you should be very proud that you went to a trade school and look at where you're at. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they started building my confidence that, you know, you're right. You, I should be very proud and I am very proud that I come through the trades right. and, and I I come out of the field and I, I worked my way through, you know, the ranks of a company. And, and so we want to share, I want to share that message. Sure. I, I want, I want the young, the young folks to know that, that there is a great career, a, a just absolutely awesome career opportunities in the trades. And that if you're in the trades, for those people that are in the trades, be very proud of it. Mm-hmm. Be very proud of it. And, and you know, you'll do very you'll do very well.
0: And also know that you can work yourself up to be in a management position or a vice president's position or the CEO of a company. That
1: that's <laughs> right. Or or you know, and and this is not what we want, but, you know, it, it happens is they become owners of their own business, at, you know, sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and that was me. That was my story. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful and blessed that I was led back to Stuart Ritchie and that Buster and Bill um, Rodney give me the opportunities that, that, that I've been given over the years. And, and, you know, beyond, you know, just the folks that, that I reported to inside Stuart Ritchie, you know, even the folks down the street, um, Jimmy and, and Jimmy Gibson and Spencer Mm -hmm. Coates and and today's, which they've retired. Yeah. Um, you know, Jimmy was a great man. You know, I had an opportunity to work with him, um, when I was down at the main office, um, great deal of respect for Jimmy and and all he done for our company. Um, he had, you know, recently passed, but, the new leadership that we've got down there, you know, Dion and and Brandon, mm-hmm. um, their vision for for growth and where they're going to take the company, it's um, it's it's just a great place to be. That's
0: fantastic. And just uh, for those listening, make sure you check out the social media. Uh, for the, the uh, Trades Proud videos and yep. uh, information. They're, they're pretty cool. Yep. I've taken a look at them, and uh, the, a lot of time and effort was put in to get those produced. And 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 they have a great message.
1: They do. And we're working with um, Sam and um, his company there at VidMonster. And, and we're currently – we've done two more videos this week. So yeah. every division we've got at St- Ritchie, Uh, we'll get a trade, we'll get a trades proud video done. Uh, some of those are already out on our social media, um, platforms, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. But yeah, take a look at those. And, um, and if you know, if you got, if you got, uh, folks that, um, that are in the trades business, tell them how proud you are of them.
0: Yep. All right. Before we go, well, what's your, uh, and what do you envision for the future growth and success of Stuart
1: Ritchie? you know we we're so blessed and and fortunate to have a good foundation um, buster and, and bill um, deeply rooted the the character integrity of the company over over the over the their founding years and you know i, I think I'll, I'll jim what i want to do is carry on some of the same I, you know i want to Put my own spin to a few things, um, you know. Mainly, it's the awareness of trades. Some of the stuff that I'm doing, uh, stuff like this podcast, you know, able to reach out to to all of our our, you know, all my coworkers and 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 beyond, mm-hmm. um, and just continue to share the message about Stuart Ritchie and 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 the trades, but. As far as from a business perspective, you know, we want to continue growth. We we're gonna to have to continue to reach outside our our hundred mile radius mm-hmm. um, and continue to grow and, and 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 support Based, you know, we, we need to we create a eSop obligation. So every yeah. every employee that works at Stuart Ritchie is is receiving this benefit. That's not for free. I mean, it's not something that Houchins is should be responsible for covering. We, our Stuart Ritchie, our company, our divisions are responsible for covering that obligation, and we're we're responsible to also continue to grow, um, no differently than Houchins is is focused on growth. Sure, and that's what continues to increase our share value and continues to keep our ESOP strong for 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 those that that that. You know, someday we'll we'll reap the benefit of the benefit of that. So, you know, continue a figure out a good sustainable growth model. Just continue to do just do the right thing, um, mm-hmm. do good business, be be good stewards of the community, and you know, I I think if we just continue to do some of the same and continue to to always you know keep character high, and, you know, make good ethical decisions and. And and continue to grow the company. I don't I don't I don't see how you can go wrong with that.
0: That's a good way to to end this podcast. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Roddy. That's that's some great information. I appreciate you sharing it with us. Well,
1: it's a pleasure being here. First time we've done anything like this, and I hope um everyone that's listening uh enjoys. And if um, there's something that you want to know more about, you know, please reach out to me and um and and give me an idea for what you'd like to know more about and then we plan to do this every every three months, you know, once a quarter. We're going to put out a new newsletter and new new a new podcast, and so I'm I'm really excited for where where we're at and where we're going. All right,
0: fantastic! Hey, thanks for being on the program. Hey, thank you. I'm Jim DeCesare. Thanks for listening to the Stuart Ritchie podcast.